0: Ajedarayas, the Sazamum, Sali lachintanum, Vira la Tafurum, so Hamitizo, Bita, Pavani Mata. We all know that this is a famous Buddhism
1: Yeah.
0: Like the unbroken flow of oil, or unbroken flow stream of water, continuous contemplation is better than interrupted ones and contemplation without duality, that is contemplation that I am that or I am he, is superior to meditation which assumes a separation between oneself and that.
1: Very good, thank you. Actually it is my favorite uh, line to everyone. And this is my favorite line, just to differentiate seasonal meditators with a constant meditator. When I say seasonal meditator, seasonal meditator, I'm not saying who who meditates in summer and doesn't meditate in winter. But the seasonal one is to me, who meditates in morning for five minutes or on weekend or on Sunday or Monday. Meditation means remembering God or remembering Self all the time. From the moment you wake up till you are awake. How to meditate on Self because everyone thinks they are too busy even to meditate for five minutes and we are working we are engaging and we have responsibilities because we never question this who says this when you question it then I'll tell you you will be so ashamed that I am doing I am working I have responsibilities it is exactly, again, I need to tell you what Bhagwan used to say. You're traveling in a train and then still you are holding the baggage on your head, thinking that you are holding. God has taken responsibility of each and every being in this world. Except this foolish human being, everyone has surrendered to God, I believe. All birds, animals, everything. Whatever comes, they eat. Whatever happens, they accept. We have created our own egoistic kingdom. And when we create our own kingdom, we are left out of kingdom of God. Not that God doesn't want us in His kingdom. We want to create our own because we think we are very smart. We think um, we know everything. I have a mind. I have intellect. I have education. I have money, I am smart and this smartness is foolishness because all this smartness given to us is also from that supreme, isn't it? If he makes us intellectually disabled or any disablement, what can you do? Even if you are born with some intellectual ability, if you get a stroke or some disease which takes away all your marbles, what will you do? Then, then what would you say? Then you will curse God, you will say, oh, I have a bad luck. Isn't it? All good, we we claim ours and bad we, this is the way we live life, isn't it? Then you say we are not in the kingdom of God and I need to do something then whose mistake is this? Try to understand this truth. Whom are we fooling all the time? God's path is very simple. You have to be honest, that's all. If we are honest, that energy within us, which is always there, reveals to us, that's all. It hides that jewel till we think we know something and we are something and I can do something and I have to do something. When this I melts away, when this I surrenders, then that what is within us, all of us, reveals to us. And when it reveals, it does not give us us a glimpse. Maybe perhaps sometimes there are glimpses and then it just takes over everything. When it takes over everything, you cannot explain to anyone about it because to explain you have to use a language mind they have no clue because mind only knows things mind thinks that if i get this i will be happy because mind is in constant search that is what Maya is. Maya has put this illusion, this power has put everyone to some task. Second thing, it has given this mindset to everyone that this task is most important what I am doing. That's why people are doing otherwise they will not do it. That's why this game of Maya continues. Everyone is busy in something and they think this is most important. And they also think I am most important. If I will not be there, then this world cannot do without me. But there are millions of people who thought like that. And nobody goes even on their graveyard. If we stop creating our own kingdom, then what is there is... Kingdom of God only. This release from the bondage is not a matter of few seconds, days, weeks or months of sadhana. It is when you have given up, you have given up this and you have joined there. You join there and this gets detached. You cannot be on both places. You cannot, when the consciousness shift has to occur, you have to accept it, you have to surrender, whatever it does to you. Then you cannot stay by what name is being given to you, that no, no, I will keep this part. There are no conditions Freedom is always complete. If freedom is partial, that means it is just ego again playing games. Freedom is always complete. If you want to know more, I'll give you a very... Um, lot of people pray and then they talk to each other and they say, oh, thank you. You know, God has given such a good job to my son. I'm so thankful. It is grace of God. Or people say, I had a disease and God has saved me. And you know, grace of God, the disease I got cured. And blah, blah, blah. And look, there's nothing wrong in saying that. But if a seeker goes deeper into this thank you to God when he has given something reflect deeply on this thank you God. We are thanking to sustain this illusion by God So this illusion becomes more strong and we love this illusion more because he's giving us more and more. We want more, he's giving us more. And we are thanking him and we say it is grace of God. I would say thank you is good but it is not grace of God. grace of god will be on you when you are when he takes you to freedom then grace of god is working all this is just you are working hard and things are coming your way that's all you have done good karmas and you are getting good fruits that's all god has no time for you to keep giving you grace for all these crap stuff which you are so much after give me this give me that do you think god is so cheap He's just giving you grace for all these stupid things. But this is our ego, which wants things. And when we get things, we thank you God, God, your grace on me. Because our desires are unlimited. And he is full of compassion. But you should say grace the day you awaken. A day the opening comes. The day the illusion falls apart. The day you and God has no difference. When you merge together. That is grace. Other is all law of karma. It is on auto mode. This law of karma. Otherwise there are so many people. Who don't even believe in God. Atheist or whatever. They are affluent, rich, knowledgeable, good positions because they work hard. It's all law of karma if you understand this. But grace of God is pure love of the divine. That is his choicest blessings on you. When you love him and you know that he also loves you, then you merge and become one. And the ego, that illusion drops and you know the reality, you know the truth, you become that truth. That is grace. Rest all is business. It all reflects in our daily prayers, how much we love God. What are we asking? Our intentions. Because we can fool whole world, but we cannot fool God. We try to fool him also, all the time. We say, look, I will Pray for you or I will give this donation and you please give me this. We make a business transaction even with God. If God is so cheap, then I would say, please don't look for God. If you make him as a commodity like all the dealings at the equal level, then there's no point in even finding him. He is that purest of pure. You know, we try to find fault in everyone because those faults are in us and we try to, and that's what we look, when others we look, we always look those faults. Because it is our own dream. So that faultless is none other than you. This faulty software is ego. When you disown it, then what is left is the purest of pure. And what we call this ego is is an illusion in us which makes us believe that these layers which are covering that pure Atman is me. Because this body is just a covering. This body will drop one day. None of us in reality are this body. But we think we are this body. It is like you have a beautiful jewel. And rather than taking care of the jewel, you keep taking care of the case around the jewel. Wash it, clean it, and you say, oh, it's beautiful, what a gift my friend has given this case. We never opened that actual gift is the jewel within. We never look that deep, we just keep looking outwardly. And we pamper it, we love it, we do everything for that cover which is changing it it was born it has grown old now it is decaying and it will be dead and all our life we worship that we do everything for that we even kill others for that we deceive others for that and we don't even look into the jewel this you cannot have a bigger illusion than this Then you call your smart, great intellect. That is a dumb intellect. I like this name, someone has just entered. He or she is no one. What a beautiful name, no one. Because there is no one actually. That is why I love these satsangs. Mature seekers, mad seekers, you know, madness about God, madness about the divine. Then only you get it. Not on a lukewarm approach, okay, we will attend this satsang and then next weak other one and then do this and then a few years nothing and then you know a lot of people leave these things for the old age but you know old age comes with its own baggage of diseases and mental health issues and and conditioning of so many years then how can you get rid of everything now And you never know how old age will take us, what will happen. Fortunate are the young people who realize this. I love when people in their 20s call me or speak to me or tell their experience. It's so beautiful. Bhagwan, at the age of 16, he finished everything. Before he could get tainted by all education and conditioning and marriage and this and that, all dramas, story finished. Vivekananda used to say for his guru, Ramakrishna Paramhans, that this Buddha, this old man, never actually studied. So so never got conditioned, never went to school. Understand deeply this thing, thing which we admire, we write on our resume, our PhD degrees. They say going to school is conditioning. So think how much conditioned we all are with our studies how much we have to de-learn to move back to the source, how far we have come. It has never ever occurred that someone was looking for self and couldn't get it, it has never happened. Yes, it has happened millions of times that people wanted it and then they found it boring or they lost interest and so they couldn't get it. And that's obvious, if you are not interested, how you can get something for which you are not interested? You know, in childhood, we used to use lens in sun rays to focus, to burn the dry leaves. But you have to keep focusing for a while to let that fire come. But but if you do it for a while and then move it away and then move it, how that fire within will burn, How? You have to pay attention to that. Door of your heart opens very slowly, not just like a remote button you press and it opens. You have to sit there, patience, perseverance. You know, sages have said that you can give as much water to the tree Fruits will come when the season is. Have patience. If you think you have done all the right things, then just sit on the door of your heart. It will open. It has to open. But we abort. We give up too early. I would say you should give up after your last breath not before that if you have if you have made up that much of mind made up in that much of firm faith resolve in your mind it will happen next moment there is no weight in it Wait is only in your resolve. Once you are sure then there is nothing to wait. Methods all come later and and for some people there is no need for method. Understanding is enough. You understand and that's all. Teaching is only pure silence. If you can listen to your silence when you've dropped all your mental activities and you have no interest in anything, then you can listen to it, feel it, be in it, experience it, then you realize that it is more real than anything what you think real. When you know the essence, this illusion drops immediately. As when there is sunshine, there is no darkness, both cannot stay together. So what is at the stake here? It is you, you, your ego. Even if you are a businessman, I will tell you the benefits if you are a really a cunning businessman and you, can't, you don't want to move here. Look, you are leaving the cycle of birth and death to be eternal. So end of all suffering of coming and going One of my uncle who was a very good man and a spiritual seeker, he used to say, I hate homework. That's why I don't want to come back on earth again. Who will do all homework, you know, from year one to year 12. It's so hard. It is such an innocent thing to say, but you know, there are so many things. Otherwise illusion continues. And the second is everyone is looking for happiness. This is eternal place. From that roller coaster of joy and suffering, you move to this eternal happiness. And number three, we are all after relative knowledge of different fields to earn a living or we have interest in it. But when you come to this knowledge, this knowledge of all knowledge, you have no interest in knowing anything because all relative knowledge is knowledge in the dream. It helps the dream man, that ego man, but not an awakened man. It's of no use. It is as if from the snake you have taken away the poison. So the poison, what you feel in this world when interacting so-called others is gone. There are no others then. Same Atman, same awareness which you are experiencing is in everyone. And when you interact with others, you experience the same same awareness in others. Same energy. Perhaps they might be sleeping, but that's their job to be awakened or not awakened. But they all are carrying, everyone is carrying the same jewel. Only difference is they are looking outwardly in so many things. And you have found it. Wherever someone is in their life, doing good deeds or bad deeds, doesn't matter. It is beyond law of karma. If you work on it, you will get it. You know, there are so many instances in history, about monks and sages who were really bad people and they got it. And someone can argue if good people are not getting it, how come a bad person gets first? I would say these good people are loving their good life. They're not interested. This bad person had a miserable life, so he wanted to just get out of it and wanted that ultimate and he got it. So in that sense, suffering can be blessing know that energy within you and once you know then always Go deeper in that energy. Real solitude is when we are one with that energy. solitude of bliss and whatever is happening whatever scenes changing when our, when our attention is there through our inner eyes these eyes are seeing but actually not seeing it sees things but it does not judge interpret things as it was doing before because these eyes become so satisfied with seeing what you always wanted to see hear what you always wanted to hear feel touch all senses goes indrawn to that power and they have no interest in external things though so they you can feel touch but The erotism, what a touch to an opposite body used to give is not there, though it is still love. And same applies to everything. Now you don't have to fix things. You have given up what you wanted to fix. You were playing this game in this world as a wave, and now you are the deep ocean, and you have no interest in any play. If play happens, happen. If it doesn't happen, You have least interest or no interest. You're not accepting anything, you're not rejecting anything. This neutral state is the blessed state. This is grace. When you are functioning at the level of awareness you know all bodily desires and attachments and ambitions comes when i am the body idea stays abiding in awareness All these things don't make any sense. You don't have to make any changes to anything where you live, religion, sect, job, nothing. You just move from where you are. From someone you become no one. That's all. From something you become nothing. Because you are nothing. You know Bhagwan. few times explained how he feels. Sometimes he hardly felt his body. Sometimes he felt so light that he could not feel that he is there. On times he had no clue whether it's day or night or morning or afternoon. But the ego will say, oh, it is such a bad situation, you know. drug addict also doesn't know anything what is happening around but then he is not awake this is the other extreme where you are awake really awake awake from this dream which we call as a waking state that is a waking dream Getting small gifts in life is not grace. This is grace. And this is richness of life, not the money. Nothing can get you this, only grace. To earn that grace, remember that source, whatever way works for you. No method is right or wrong. Understanding truth can be one way. Abiding in silence can be other way. Doing bhajans, prayers can be other way. Doing the nam Japa can be another way. Whatever way, way works for you, that is the best way. But just remember, abide in the Source and don't be accomplice to your ego. Be vigilant, watch it so it disappears. When a thought pops up, bring it to the scrutiny of your own pure silence and see if it can stand. You will be surprised to know that 90% of your thoughts will disappear because they are about me, mine, I, we. And even if it says you, they, again it is actually hidden I, mine, me. And you know, when you (laughs) check on your silence, you will think how much this illusion has fooled me and created problems, you will laugh on it. And then occasionally one thought comes sometimes and it will just disappear because it knows that it cannot buy you anymore. You know the truth. Even Maya will say to you, sorry, I, I have fooled you now. I will not I can't fool you. That power is with you now. Maya can only fool. An addict of this word, word addict can be food, just like friends of an alcoholic can only make you drink alcohol if you are alcoholic, if you love it, if you have stopped and if you are not interested and if those friends come with a bottle of scotch, they can't do anything. So maya comes, how maya comes? Maya comes in form of thoughts enticing you. This is for you. Look, this has happened. And when you say, this time, no, I know the truth. I know reality. And how do you talk to maya? You talk with your biggest sword, your silence. And you just smile on it. See this game within you. It is such a beautiful game. When you are so strong abiding in this pure self, a thought comes from sub, sub, subconscious level or somewhere. It cannot stay. So much of fire is there. You cannot get swayed again. And how do you go so deep that you don't move? It is all grace. Otherwise, who are you? There is no one there. Only grace. When grace knows that you are ready, you are humble, you are honest, and you only want that, it eats you up, it finishes you. And then it is only left. So now it is a play of Shiva and Shakti. Shiva here and Shakti comes in form of Maya. But what Shakti is also part of Shiva, coming from Shiva, what can it do? Game is over. And where are you in this game of Shiva and Shakti? Actually, you were never there. You only thought you were a separate entity. There is no separate entity. You don't exist. This is reality. Even when you think you exist, you don't exist. Only Shiva is there. So who were you who was looking for that Shiva within? Who were you? And you know it is beautifully said in scriptures that all the seekers are females, feminine. Though some people can say I am male. That doesn't matter. That is only external form of body. Doesn't matter. Because someone in the illusion of Maya or Shakti, is feminine. Trying to rescue, trying to finish the job. So they say Purusha is only one. Purusha is only one. And that Purusha is Shiva. Not the ego. Ego is feminine power in all of us. Which merges, melts away in it. You know Mirabai was an Indian saint, female saint, and she was a Krishna devotee. So she went to Mathura, birthplace of Krishna, and was not allowed to enter a temple because only males were allowed in that temple. And she went straight in and nobody could stop her. And she said, I want to meet who is the male among you. There's only one male, which is Krishna. I can't see any male here. be a devotee of that energy within all of us. Why we say Shiva? It doesn't matter male or female body. It is Shiva. That supreme consciousness in all of us. so ego becomes devotee of self shiva and that love is so much that when love is so much that that ego finishes melts away because that that is a, just an illusion when it reaches the source It knows that I am that. Put all your energy to be there in your heart. Accept things externally as they are. Don't worry about the scene, play going outside. Don't bang your head on the wall. And the best way to bang your head on the wall is keep watching news or listening to news and gossip and all this drama. My humble request to people who live in India, please stop watching news. In India, news is there are hundreds of channels 24 hours, showing the same news again and again. Every news is a breaking news, you know. It will break you actually. That is the reason it is known as breaking news. So please switch off. Don't be news addict. And they are not even news, they are views and wrong views and ultra wrong views and I don't know. So many people get glued to TV all the time, better to watch a cartoon. Bring your energy here, in your heart, stay there. Someone wants to ask something. Yes, go ahead. Can you unmute yourself? Please unmute yourself to speak. I don't know how to unmute because it's not happening from my side. I think you have to unmute yourself. The Pali and there's one more iPhone.
0: hello you hello. Uh, Namaste. This Namaste. Is, uh, uh, I'm calling from India from Punjab. we have such a beautiful explanation about uh, God being the bridegroom and we are the bride. A uh, few days just few days back I was listening to as I live in Punjab, we have these Lama here, you know when Mm -hmm. they get married, so in the Gurdwara, they are these these Lamas, so someone explained to us the meaning about them, the true meaning, how the (laughs) Lamas are actually basically for God and they are trying to get us ready to meet him, you know. Mm -hmm. So when you were saying, uh, that was such a beautiful, I just connected to that. And another thing I would like to thank you, I've attended about five, six of your satsangs, and sometimes i just feel that when i am yeah, there i don't know where i am and it's like as if i'm in that state or in that cell and exactly when you are like ending it i just come back like i don't know what is that but thank you it's uh, these uh, experiences are really beautiful and i'm really enjoying your satsangs and uh, I can relate to them somehow.
1: This is the thing. That energy, everyone can relate because we are all that energy. When it comes from the source, our source within us relates, not the ego, not the mind. And that is, that is the real connection between all of us. Sorry, I didn't get your name.
0: Uh, I'm Anita. Anita, thank
1: you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else wanted to say something or share something? Dipali, you wanted to say something? There's a message from Chandra from Bangalore, such a nice explanation, Anna, I have heard from many people worshipping Shiva, temples in south only Shakti can worship Shiva, be a Shakti. You don't have to be a Shakti, you are Shakti. Anyway. Actually, the real shakti is also within us. That shakti, that power, that power of power of that pure self in all of us. I would say when we finish satsang don't give up relationship with self I would suggest move slow in your life like after satsang don't pick up a thought of the mind to do something you can do you have to do if you have to do but don't go with thoughts go in that awareness. Whatever you do, do in that awareness, in this moment. Thoughts takes us into past or future, into this body. Only thought keeps us as this body. Stay in the body as awareness. Then you will realize that you are not in body. Body is in you. You are not limited to body, you are infinite. And that immense love for everything will be there. And fearlessness. Because if you are everything, then what you, would you fear of? Tell me. Nothing other than you. So this unconditional love will come for everything and anything, irrespective whether other thing likes you or dislikes you is not at all a matter. external clothes, having a shower daily, these things don't make us pure. Purity is within all of us. When you unravel that, it burns away all impurities. And it connects you with everyone, because everyone is the same source. So all the talk coming through the silence, with pauses of silence, actually is your own silence. And grace is that you are listening to your own silence in satsang, This is grace, your own grace. So be in that flow during Satsang, after Satsang, all the time. That is what remembrance is. Shanti, Shanti. Thank
0: you.